Hey, I'm Diana. And I'm Audrey. And welcome to our podcast, Back in Time. Uh, welcome back. Today, our first segment is going to be, I'm going to be interviewing Diana, asking her some questions, and also giving my input on it. So today, our first question is, how do colonizers colonize, and and how does it, why does it work? Um, well, first, I'm going to start with saying what colonizers are. Colonizers are a group of people that settle in a particular place and establish political control over that certain place. The reason why colonizers colonize is because of necessity as well as opportunity to be more economically wealthy. For example, the Virginia Company of London settled Jamestown Colony to make profit. There are three motives for European colonization in the New World, and that is God, glory, and gold. The reason why colonizations work is because people... um, in land that are being colonized, people like the Native Americans don't have power or weapons to stop their lands and crops from being taken. Colonizers have power like money and people to take land and power, and they stay strong in numbers. Yeah, I agree. Um, they really move a lot for religious prosecution and also the three reasons that she listed. And now our um, next question is sectionalism. Does it still exist? Okay, so I'm going to first off with what is sectionalism. Sectionalism is a person or group that is loyal to interest in their own region instead of the interests of the whole nation. Sectionalism, it was important then because it was one of the major causes of the U.S. Civil War. It was creating a southern social life and political tendencies. Sectionalism is still around today. For example, it can be a geographic component where southern state legislators, where they fight against liberty and justice. They Basically, they don't want LGBTQ Americans and also don't want women to get abortions. Yeah, I definitely think it still exists, um, especially in America. Okay. Now, for this time of the segment, I am going to be asking Audrey some questions and putting my input as well. Besides taxation, what made the colonists revolt when they did? So I think uh, one of the biggest reasons besides taxation the colonists revolted is because the king was imposing these laws and he was across the sea from them. So he didn't even understand what they were going through and imposing these laws not even by himself but by bringing soldiers in. And I feel like that made them feel like he was being coward to not impose these laws to them and instead bringing over shoulders that would kill people if they tried to revolt against them. Yeah, I agree with you, Audrey. I feel like people that tried to um, create some power for them or money or education, they basically just tear them down so that they can have more power, for example, the king. The second question that I'm going to be asking Audrey is the preamble of the Declaration of Independence. How did it apply back then? How well does it apply now? So it definitely applied a lot back then because they were specifically saying men and describing these rights that all men get. And um, I think it applies more back then than it does now because they were really putting into this point of view of racism and sexism. I think it still does apply that all people get these rights, but I think it applies more back then than it does now. Yes, I do agree with you, Audrey. I feel like the the declaration of independence was not for women, but for men. And it just really was unjustified for them because they didn't have a say.
So now we're moving on to our second segment. So we are going to be discussing a couple questions and um, having a conversation about it. Okay. So first, I'm going to be asking Audrey a question. What have you learned that supports how we see ourselves as a country? Give examples. So I feel like especially in the documents, we've seen always seen ourselves as independent and like not actually a part of England. Well, England saw them as a part of their country. And I feel like uh, America has always strived to be as independent as possible and never really asking for help from other countries. And yeah. Yeah, I do agree with you. I feel like people see themselves and are patriarch to the country because they feel like they have to. Mm-hmm. But not all of the beliefs that the country has a whole, as a whole, they believe truly every single detail. So our second question is talk about what and how you've been taught history. Why do people prefer the original version even though we know things are different? Well, what I prefer, I think that people, especially white people, like to think that um, the original version is the only version because they don't want to see themselves as what they really are, which were they were bad people who try to enslave um, African-Americans as well as Native Americans. And they don't want to see anything else because then they have to put blame on people, on their people, and they just don't want to do that. Yeah, I agree. A lot of history that we are taught in normal classes is basically whitewashed versions to see it as something that was peaceful but in reality this was horrible for most groups of people besides white people white men basically now we are moving on to our third and last segment which we're going to be sourcing um because we want to give credit to things that we've read to get some information um so The first source we used was called Motivations for Colonization by National Geographic Society. Um, We use this source because National Geographic has made a lot of documentaries and um, we know they're credible. The second source that we use is Revolutionary War by History.com and I feel like it is a good source because they have reputable authors and also have good information, clear and um, wise information. Yeah, so our last source that we use is called Presemble to the Declaration of Independence by the Glider of American History. This is a good source because they're reputable, have good information, and yeah. We are concluding to our end of our podcast. This is Diana. This is Audrey. Thank you for listening to Back in Time Out.